Welcome to It's All Right to Be Dwight with me, Dwight Schultz, exclusively on Hearts of Oak. For more episodes, go to heartsofoak.org at heartsofoak.podbean.com. You have betrayed me. The FBI has just released a memo that the Iranians hired a mafia hitman to assassinate Donald Trump. They have also foiled plots by Iranians to assassinate John Bolton. Joseph Biden, you know, that thing in the White House has just given the Iranians $30 billion. Oh, it's their own money. But Donald Trump had held it back. He had frozen their assets, and he had denied them the right to negotiate with our trading partners for oil. They now have proceeds in the amount of in excess of $90 billion. Let me say this again in a contracted form. Iranians attempt to assassinate Donald Trump. And that thing in the White House gives them billions of dollars. You can't jump to conclusions, but you can't deny your own intelligence. From that fine old year 2007, you might not be old enough to remember this one. Children being groomed to worship Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-mm, good and joy. <laughs> Thank you. And I love your ears. I love them. They're really cool. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, what a beautiful name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see. How old are you? 17? Six. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. While you were asleep, Barack Hussein Obama and Joey Biden, way back in 2007 and 8, were getting ready to ravage the minds of your children, the defenseless, of course, with the help of the American Teacher Association, critical race theory and transgenderism right at their fingertips and in the minds of your children no more than they're in school. Look, you little white racist. Did you know you were born a racist? And did you think you were a boy just because your daddy told you you were a boy? Get in that closet. Put on that dress. And you, you little goddess, you thought you were a girl? Nonsense. Just because your mother said so, you get in that closet and you put on some pants. Now, don't you dare tell either your mother or your father that this is going on. Do you understand? Or you'll really be sorry. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 
Two Peas in a Pod by B&B, Barack Hussein Obama, and Joey Biden, pedophiles, Hamas, the Palestinian terrorist organization, attacked Israel and 1,400 Israelis were butchered in the most barbaric fashion. Babies had their heads removed from their bodies. Mothers were disemboweled. Fathers and mothers watched their children die. Children had to watch their parents die, and hostages were taken. In my opinion, my humble opinion, there's one individual who has the first and the last word. It is definitive about that event. Here is Rabbi Shmuley talking to Zenk Vigor of the Young Turks about that incident. The, uh, the Palestinians were offered a state in 1936 in the Peel Commission. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1947 in the UN Partition Plan. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 1967 after Israel conquered Judea and Samaria and the West Bank. They rejected it. They were offered a state in 2000, Yasser Arafat, Ehud Barak. They rejected it. They were offered a state with Ehud Omer 2008. They rejected it. They have the Israel unilaterally withdrew from Gaza in 2005, and they did not create a state. In fact, where were you, Cenk, when you say that you care about Palestinians? children when Hamas stole the highest rate of per capita international foreign aid, larger than the Marshall Plan, from Palestinian children, did not build schools for them, did not build hospitals, took all the money to buy bombs and to build a network of tunnels, which is larger than the, than the New York subway system. Where were you then? Why are, did you only come up now? In fact, when Bashar al-Assad killed 600,000 children, Arab children, when he gassed them with mustard gas, my organization took out full-page New York Times, ads to protect them from sarin gas. Where were you then? You don't care about Arab children. You are a Jew hater, defined as someone who only Shut wants to up. lie and say that the Jews you are bigot. genocidaires. You and racist. don't try to cancel me and say that I shouldn't be on. You're not a producer of this show. Because you are ignorant of the facts and ignorant of the history does not mean that you can cancel uh, Jake, my voice. Jake. That was Piers Morgan in the background going, chink, chink, trying to probably put a little salve on the wounds of the savage Turk, the savage young Turk. Uh, he came up against a bull. Uh, Rabbi Shmuley is not something to be taken lightly. He's an extraordinarily bright man. Um, you should spend some time if you haven't. I mean, I'm just a suggestion. To He's all over the internet and Many wise words. Uh, he and Dennis Prager have uh, talked frequently and um, engaged in some really interesting religious discussions, if you're interested in religion. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, this was a very interesting segment on Jesse Waters with uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano, the mafia hitman from years ago. Um, it hasn't had much play because uh, Sammy used a bad word at the very end. You'll hear it. But you should hear it. Um, it is a an interesting take from the standpoint of a, a man who uh, has a, a, um, a celebrated but not an honorable career. So we know the FBI, the CIA— and the Biden's own bank 
knew they were taking bribes and laundering cash. And no one did anything. That tells me Biden's a puppet or he's being blackmailed or that he's a made man. Here now, notorious mobster Sammy the Bull. How you doing, Sammy? I'm doing pretty good. I saw uh, I heard your uh, opening monologue and it's uh, incredible. It's an incredible story. I mean, it's mind blowing. I don't understand how the country is just sitting back listening to these things and no action is being taken. Um, If you want my opinion, um, there are so many guys that I know who would go to prison for 20 to lifetime sentences for this kind of stuff. And when it comes from the president, the vice president and people like that, it's beyond theft. It's treason to a country. And if we allow this, our forefathers died for this country. I go, I'm a veteran, I go to the VA hospital and I see people walking around without a leg, without an arm. They fought for us, they died for us, they lost parts of their body for us. How do you think these people feel when they go home and look in the mirror? Everything they gave for us and we're sitting back and doing absolutely nothing. I don't care how much power they got on their side. We have the people, the people are the power If we don't talk, if we don't say something, then we're part of it. We become complicit with what's going on. So that's how I feel about it. And I feel very strongly about it. Um, Now that I changed my life, I fight for a lot of things. The open borders, people pouring in. They're invading our country by the millions, not tens of thousands, millions. And we do nothing. Well, I never, all, I never thought I'd hear a, an inspiring patriotic speech from Sammy the Bull tonight on primetime, but I think you're saying things that a lot of people agree with, and you've paid the price, served your time, and I think what you're telling me is you're seeing things that mirror what you did and what you were involved with back in the day. We always had a thing about protecting the public I mean, I talk about people and I have friends in New York and family and they turn around and they say, Sammy, it was so much better when the mafia was in control in New York. Things that are going on. I see the lighting of the tree. These things to me are so important, not for religion, not for anything like that. It's so festive and it brings love and respect. There used to be hundreds of thousands of people lighting the trees and looking at Macy's window and stuff like that. It brought love to your heart, no matter how bad of a person you were. Now I'm seeing riots. I'm seeing things that are going on. How do you have the fucking audacity to do this, come to this country and do this? And, and you're getting away with it is mind-blowing. We have to move on to other things now because there was just a delightful diet of narcissistic crap uh this past week and um it, it's it's almost too much i i was it was very very early in the morning and i was i was treated to eric schmidt who was one of the founders of google and he wanted desperately to be hillary clinton's computer guy tech guy and um he and uh, this was on war room uh unfortunately um 
uh, Eric, there was a an ax there was an Axios forum, and um, there were a whole slew of individuals on this forum that just turned my stomach. Um, Mike Allen is one of them. He's uh, he left the Washington Post to go to Politico, and he's a marble mouth and a left wing, a, a progressive idiot. Uh, but yet he's he's there. I mean, he he's you got to take him. He's successful to some degree, but geez, listen. I mean, he tried desperately. He tries to to get his face and his voice out there, but he's an idiot, and he sounds like an idiot. You you could be an idiot if you sound. Some people say that about me. You can be an idiot and sound good, but I don't know that I sound good. Um, but Mike Allen doesn't, and uh, so there's Eric Schmidt. And um, there was a transgender, uh, I, I think it's Ian Freed, who was Alan Freed or something like that at one point. Uh, unfortunate visage, but um, that's their choice. Uh, and, <laughs> and he was talking to uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, the lyingest man. It's just that he is just, and, you know, you look at his mouth and it's like looking at uh, Joe Biden's mouth. There has to be bad breath there. There just has to be. There's n- because nobody can lie as much as this man and not have bad breath. None. It's just not possible. And he and Eric Schmidt on the s- same forum, they were they were trying desperately not to show that they were having orgasms as they were talking about AI. And um, I'm going to play some cuts from the uh, Axios forum and uh, see how you take to this. It, it is, and I'll kind of comment on some of it, but it's, it's simply beyond the pale People who are in love with themselves and who think they're fooling you, that somehow they're, they're, they're really just talking about themselves. That's it. They really are. And they are pretending that they've created a god. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be worried about AI because it's a powerful force for uh, impregnating minds that aren't protected <laughs> we need virus protection to the nth degree against these people and ai no question about it but anyway listen first to uh, uh eric schmidt google attached he's got a big google up his butt and it's making him wiggle just listen to this works with nurse practitioners, medical professionals all around the world. Why don't you just take every student in the world and give them an AI tutor, which is not a substitute for a teacher, but works with the teachers in their language to bring them up and learn in whatever way they learn best to their ultimate potential. I defy you to argue that an AI doctor for the world and an AI tutor is net negative. It just has to be good. Smarter, healthier people has got to be good for our future. 
Now, there's all sorts of problems, there's hallucinations, all of those are under development. But I think from our perspective, in the current phase, you're going to see AI doctor, AI tutor, enormous progress in science, enormous progress in language with all the associated issues. Uh, if you look at the, e, uh, the UK event, which I was part of, the UK government took the bait, took the ideas, decided to leave. They're very good at this. And they came out with very sensible guidelines. And because the US and the UK have worked really well to together, there's a, a group within the National Security uh, NSC here that is particularly good at this. And they got it right, and that produced this EO, which is the longest EO in, I think, in histories of, of executive orders, which says that each of the aspects of our government are to get organized around this. If you look at what we're doing collectively, it's not enough. We're not claiming this is the end solution, but it's the beginning. You've been very focused yeah. on Ukraine and... Now here comes Mayorkas. Oh, yes. The lovely Alejandro Mayorkas. The border is secure. The border is secure. You can just hear it in the background. The border. The border is secure. Secure as we secure a battlefield. We own it. We control it. We let everything that happens, happens. We work with our brothers on the other side, the cartel members. We work with them and we let everybody come through. That means it's secure from our standpoint. AI to advance our mission to your first question, Ina, and then also defending against the adverse use of AI, whether that's in the context of disinformation, whether that's in the context of uh, reducing barriers to the development of biological weapons, for example. That is something that we're very keenly focused on and that the president's executive order speaks of specifically. I remember a time when at least the way I perceived the world was that you had an agreed upon set of facts and very different values in America. You know, we've always been a divided country with a wide range of opinions, but I feel like for several years, many years now, it feels like we're also divided on what the facts are. The, the term fake news is, is used very frequently. I actually I take issue with that term because if it's fake, it's not news. I know Eric Schmidt spoke uh, earlier today and he, he speaks in his article uh, with uh, Dr. Kissinger uh, of you know the age of enlightenment and, and uh, its grounding in science and what that age of reason and, uh, meant, I don't think we necessarily lose our anchor uh, uh, of empiricism. Aren't a huge portion of the threats facing us people that are no longer guided by facts within our own borders? I mean, it seems to me that domestic terrorism fueled by people who have a different understanding of facts, to put it mildly, is one of the major threats facing the country. Well, one element of it is false narratives. I was going to say, don't they think an false, election was stolen? False narratives. But the most, the, the predominant um, uh, source of that uh, violence is actually... I have to stop this here. A source of violence is an opinion that the election was stolen. That's a source of violence. Allowing 10 million illegal aliens to come across the border at the cost of all half a trillion dollars, it's been estimated now, 
rapists coming across, drunks coming across, everything that, uh, speaking of, of, of warnings, everything that Donald Trump said would be coming across, along with poor people, of course. Of course, they're all being bust. They're all being told that they're going to be living off the government. But the source of violence is actually telling the truth because you believe it as you believe it, right? And as I believe that the that the powers of the CIA and the FBI and the DNC and Zuckerberg and $3 billion spent, I believe that those powers were enough to overthrow the election. And I also know without question that the voting machines were hackable. No question about it. The lies that were told that they were not attached to the Internet were proven to be wrong. That's consciousness of guilt now, all right? The, the Telling the lie is a consciousness of guilt. Oh, no, 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 they're not, they can't be attached to the Internet. They can't, can't be attached to the Internet, right? Oh, oh but, but look, look, look at what happened with Fox News. Uh, the, he gave in. Murdoch gave in. No, Murdoch didn't give in. He never gave in. There was never going to be a lawsuit. He wasn't going to prove Donald Trump correct. Because he hated Donald Trump more than with anything in his soul. He, excuse me, he doesn't have a soul. Anything in his ass, he's got that. They don't believe in God. So uh, you can refer to their ass. It's, it's a question of not, not allowing. I mean, if there was undoubtedly, or I, I shouldn't say undoubtedly, I don't know, but I'm assuming that there was some kind of uh, agreement early on. We would carry this through to to keep the story going, and then we would settle, quote, unquote, we don't know for what. And now he's in another one. He's in another lawsuit. It's also a joke because you can't go into this lawsuit without losing if you're the machine people. Murdoch knows that. They had the goods. They had the goods on them, but they didn't want the goods to be released because then Trump could say, you see, I told you so. Oh, listen, listen, we're still... Listen, we're still reeling from revelations about the Kennedy assassination. We are still arguing about it and discovering that the government was involved in it. And they're still holding back. Uh, uh, They're actually breaking the laws. They're holding back information that was supposed to be released years ago. It's still going on. We just passed the – there was a book called Best Evidence, which had photographs of uh, 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 of Kennedy's brain. And, and not his, excuse me, not his brain, his head. There was a huge hole at the back of his head. It was gaping. The doctors said so. You just, there was just a documentary. Every doctor at, at Parkland Hospital said there was a gaping hole at the back of his head. But you were told, no, there was nothing there. No, the CIA said there, there's, there's another uh, autopsy. The doctors at uh, Bethesda said there was just a small little cut there in the back. Yeah. His hair was neatly combed. They had a drawing from Bethesda. His hair was neatly combed. But anyone who looked at the photographs from uh, right after the assassination, there was nothing there. His brains were blown out. His head, he was shot. He was killed by a conspiracy, for God's sake. If you read the book uh, Contract on America, you saw how many times Jack Ruby... Uh, fo- had made phone calls to heads of the mafia, and he, he he knew Oswald, and he shot him. They they knew each other. 
This is a, he had, he, he was seen having lunch the week prior. The stories that have come out, the evidence that has come out about that, and how are we, 60 years? The difference with that and this election that was stolen here in the United States, they had to steal that one by killing the man. They killed the president of the United States, the CIA, and the FBI was complicit because he had plans that didn't comport with the deep state. And in this case, they overturned the election because there were plans that didn't comport with the deep state. And now you have somebody named Mayorkas and and Schmidt talking about the most incomprehensible situation. Oh, we have the longest executive order ever written. By whom? By a man who can't put five words together? No, Barack Hussein Obama by the Marxists and the communists who stand behind him and Eric Schmidt and are looking for the great totalitarian state controlled by AI. And Mayorkas says an opinion is violence. You just heard him say it. When he's engaged in creating violence in the United States, knowing that there are 10 to 20 million people who will not have enough food, and his government is shutting down the lines of transportation, destroying the trucking industry, destroying the farm industry, destroying the food industry at the behest of the World Economic Forum and their plans. And yes, you're going to be a part of it. And they're talking about violence. Once again, I say, Elon Musk, please, a rocket for Mayorkas. And by the way, uh, please, John Kerry, Please make room for Kerry and Mayorkas. Have them both sent as far as a Falcon rocket can send them. As far as you can send them. Maybe you won't get to Mars, but please, please, please send them as far away as possible so that we at least don't have to listen to to these lies being told to our face. Ideologies of hate. When I speak of digital literacy, I speak of um, some very fundamental education uh, programs. I, I have. Oh my God, that was hard to listen to. Oh my God, you know it. It is so clear. Facts, 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 facts. Oh, the facts. They have the facts. They don't have facts. What they, they? We have people who don't accept facts. We used to have people who do. You, it is so extraordinary. And that, that was Ina Freed, who used to be Alan Freed. Um, and the facts of uh, gender, sexuality, aren't in his head. The facts are different if they aren't facts. The, the problem with his position and the position of Mayorkas is that they change words. You heard Mayorkas use the word violence. The greatest violence that has been committed uh, in the past few years has been by Mayorkas lying to the American people that the border is secure. But if you are a progressive liberal communist, you simply have to change the definition of words that's it. You just arbitrarily today, and, and you know this is right out of the Woody Allen movie Bananas, 
where the dictator says tomorrow is going to be not Tuesday, but Saturday, starting today. He says it, and this is Mayorkas, he uses the word violence to indicate that what is true, and it is true, you know, you know if you, <laughs> to this, listen, let, let's, let's start at the beginning. The CIA, the greatest organization for overthrowing elections, and they, they're they're thrilled about it. That's their coup de grace. They rave about it. They brag about color revolutions all over the world. They did it in Af- uh, Afghanistan. They did it in the Ukraine. They did it in Latin America. And you think that after $3 billion and four years of trying to overturn a president, Donald Trump, they're going to let a little thing like an election, which they are really good at overturning, stop them from achieving their objectives and having Michael Hayden come out and say, yeah, we lied about it, but we're happy. We'll do it again. And you think that the election wasn't a lie? Please, your bad breath is global gas asphyxiation of the mind. It isn't the CO2 coming from your mouth, Mayorkas, or Freed, or Frida. It's poisonous gas coming from both your mouths. You should have been dragged off that television program. And Mike Allen, he he just he just got in there a little bit. He started Politico. That's enough. He started Politico. He lied about what it was going to be. And a few unfortunates like Hugh Hewitt raved about it. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Hugh Hewitt. God, I'm soft. I'm off on it. I used to watch, listen to Hugh Hewitt all the time. He's a, he's a, he's a great interrogator. But boy, I think he got all the big things wrong, like Barack Obama, like Mike Allen and Politico. He got them wrong. He gets it wrong. He got Trump wrong. Forgive me. And I, I'm, I'm, I was furious to have to listen to this garbage at seven o'clock in the morning here on the West Coast. I'm sorry. I need to hear it, but I'm furious about it. Because do you know what I hear when I hear Eric Schmidt orgasming about, oh, we should have AI. We should have AI for a tutor. All these tutors everywhere. There's going to be tutors here and tutors there. All he's talking about is himself. I hear programmers, programmers, programmers. We already have evidence that the programmers are influencing AI, and it can't escape. This is one of the th- AI is brilliant, it, but but the moment the information is false, it goes crazy. It will take falsehoods and kill you with its falsehoods, and doctors will kill you once they rely on AI and not their own brains, the brains that excuse me, God gave you. We're going to get into this God AI business, but the Eric Schmitz of the world should take the AI enema out of their butt. You're supposed to take it out. You don't leave it in. You remove it. Well, if you've been following the international news, you realize that what's happening here in the United States, belatedly, actually, compared to Europe, is happening in Europe, but they have been experiencing it a little bit longer than we have, and so therefore things are slightly hotter over there. The stabbings in Ireland, 
by an Algerian man who has been there for 20 years, who evaded immigration, uh, but who hasn't had a job in 20 years, according to reports. Stabbing children uh, at a Catholic school. A stabbing in France and a murder by uh, immigrants. They, the population in France is, is very dire in terms of culture. It's a, it, it's, whole cultures are being destroyed, and that's, that's part of the, the plan, particularly of radical Islamic colonization. In case you missed any of my other rants here, the greatest colonizing force perhaps in history was radical Islam and the Muslim Brotherhood, still working freely, even though they are a criminal organization, not a religious group, a criminal organization radical Islamic Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood, uh, you know, you you and I, you know, we, we understood what murder was, but we didn't understand what honor killing was, did we? Not until after 9-11. We, we're, we're, we're becoming aware of sex with boys. Yes, that's right. Many wives, killing wives, killing daughters. The, the conceptual idea that it is a religion that permits pedophilia shouldn't shock you now. It should not shock you. But this is what's happening. And Barack Obama's behind it uh, to a great extent because of his leanings, so to speak. Right? Remember, for them, you just heard uh, Mayorkas... And you just heard Einef Freed, just, they, de they declare, it's just like Fauci. You, you, if you criticize me, you're criticizing science. Oh my God, I guess that's the end of questioning anything that Fauci said. Yes, that's right. They can say anything they want. They want more than two genders. They just say that there are three, four, five, ten. Remember, it's the two plus two equals five generation. Tests for competency? No. Doctors should be tested? No. Airline pilots? No. No, we don't need any, uh, we don't need tests really or standards. Oh, that's by, that's Western white people stuff. Being good at something? White people stuff. It is so racist and it's not going to last. It's not. <laughs> it's not going to last because you know what? Black people from other countries who are a lot smarter than the people here aren't going to stand for it. No, they're not going to stand for it. In Ireland, they're not going to stand for it. In France, they're not going to stand for it. There's going to be a price to pay everywhere, including here. Mayorkas, who's lied about the border being secure in the United States, um, Schmidt, talking about AI being every everything, every department of government, every student, everybody should be tied to AI. All that means is tied to an individual or a group of individuals who have an ideology or a certain belief that something should be said and done in a certain way. It's programmed into that AI computer and that shoots it out. AI, AI, program, program. You keep asking, who's programming it? Well, we're giving it the world. We're putting every book that's ever been written. Believe me, 
Somewhere along the line, the people who are telling you this are lying to you. Oh, everything, but you just watch the way they behave now. Look at YouTube. Look, look at what's happened in Congress. Look, look at what just happened where you found out that uh, uh, Mr. Gold, uh, Goldman, trying to defend the Democratic Party, said, well, we've only, uh, they only censored 35% of the things that Republicans, conservatives said. Only 35%, that's all. Think about that. These are the people who believe you should trust them. It's hard to trust anybody today. I, I admit that. But when somebody says we only censored 35%, when someone says Hunter's la- you didn't have Hunter's laptop, you only had the hard drive. <laughs> I mean, folks, folks, really, your intelligence is valuable. If somebody's going to lie, they should at least lie in a way that's plausible. And I want to say this. And when they say you should accept the election results because you should accept the election results, that's not plausible. That is not plausible. If you go back to 2020, 2019, 2020, the beginning of the COVID crisis, the individuals who said that this stinks, that this doesn't smell right, that there's something wrong, were correct. The individuals that, and just ordinary, everyday people who said there's something wrong with the statistics, there's something wrong with what's going on here. We are being forced for the first time in our lives to take something, some emergency medicine that hasn't even had, there hasn't even been an opportunity for this vaccine to be tested. And why are they shoving it down our throats? At the same time that that was going on, the World Economic Forum was talking about that vaccine as being your passport to everything. If you've had a vaccine shot, you can go on an airline. If you've had a vaccine shot, you can go on a cruise. If you've had a vaccine shot, you can go to the movie theater. You can go to the drugstore. You can go, go get food at the grocery store. That's the World Economic Forum for you at its beginning. This was shot down by people, doctors, who actually took the shot and discovered they weren't doing well after having had it. The world had to find out the hard way, and they didn't find out soon enough. You didn't find out soon enough. The information that has come out, and perhaps you're blinded to it, perhaps you are too frightened to track it down. I will let you use the internet, what's available to you, to discover for yourself what is coming to light. Recently in New Zealand, the man who was in control of the statistics, he's a single man, it's a very small country. You should see this man. He is riddled with guilt because he knew that people were dying, not because of COVID, but because of the mRNA shot. And now we know definitively that the mRNA shot that was approved for emergency use was not the mRNA shot that you got 
if you got it. You had one that was polluted with DNA fragments. DNA fragments that can and could integrate into your genome, your DNA, and cause cancers. They're calling them turbo cancers. It's not a pleasant thought. People who have been afflicted by it are victims. And if you go up on Citizen Free Press, where you'll see this particular individual highlighted in his uh, testimony, it's, it's very painful to watch. But he is not the first to talk about this. Ed Dowd talked about it through insurance company statistics. It's exploding everywhere. And if you didn't believe that young people are dying at an outrageous number, perhaps you're watching too much TV or playing too many video games or Perhaps you don't want to know the truth. We're in a serious situation. We are at, as so many people have said, at a very crucial crossroads. But it's not difficult, really. It's not difficult to choose which side you want to be on. You can throw away Republican and Democrat. It's, they, they are no longer in the game. It's the, uh, the party, actually, that's running everything doesn't have a name. It's called the Uni Party. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Give away your integrity, and you can have a unicycle. You can be a member of the uni party. You can be one of the first to have a digital passport to give all of your money to the government, and they'll keep track of it for you. They have a ledger, and you know how good they are keeping that ledger because we're only $30 trillion in debt. It's only a trillion dollars every 100 days, they say. Going out the window, your money will be worth a lot less in six months. I say, I say, son, that's not a crocodile. No, that's your new neighbor just came in from the south. He was in a rainstorm and lost his clothes. He's looking for work. You think you can give him a hand? But don't get too close to the truth. It might hurt. You have betrayed me. Thanks for listening. If you liked this and want more, check out heartsofoak.podbean.com or the website heartsofoak.org.